John asked me to say a few things over a few minutes and my mind is buzzing about all the many different directions that I could go in right now. So I hope you're sitting comfortably. Now don't worry, I'm only going to take just a, a few minutes just to, just as we think about where we're at, really. Father, help us to, well help me Lord, to, to focus on what you're saying to me that I may share with others. And Lord, help each one of us to hear from you what you're saying to us at this time, at this point in our lives, in the year, in this nation. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're here on the 1st of January. Scripturally, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's no different to yesterday and no different to tomorrow. Except that this is the day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice and be glad in it. And when, when John was, was saying about, you know, the year of 2023 is going to be a year in which the kids are going to be quiet. Um, and he also was saying, yeah, there's a disappointment coming straight away. Uh, it's, it's, well, you said as well at the start that, you know, there, will, there may well be disappointments this year for the things that we might be hoping for. And that's so true, isn't it? That inevitably there's going to be disappointments. But where we stand, you know, in the West, our calendar says that this is the start of a new year. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do about last year? And what are we going to do about this year? That's really important as we think about that, as we, as we learn to let go of the things of the past that we need to let go of so that we come into the new year not carrying burdens and being laden down with too much stuff. This year's got enough for us to carry without dragging stuff from the past with us. Paul himself was saying that um, in Philippians, but whatever gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him. And so it goes on. He had a lot to boast about as a, as a Jewish man in his history. But he says, that, that happened, that's past, that's gone. I'm now looking forward. But not just on my own, as, as John has been saying, but I've been looking full, I'm looking forward in Christ. There's, there's a word that we use over Christmas. And it seems to be only Christmas that we use this word. And it's the word Emmanuel. God with us. I want to encourage you as you look from this day forward into this year is think of Emmanuel. God with us. Because that's what we carry. That's who we carry, isn't it? That's who we take with us. That's the hope. Um, Paul, can we have the, um, can you bring up the third verse of the song that we've just sung, please? <coughs> the third verse of this, um, that one's, that's the one, yeah. As we were singing, that really caught my attention. I'm possessed of a hope that is steadfast and sure. I'm possessed of a hope 
that is steadfast and sure. Is that something that we can say for those of us who carry Jesus in our hearts? Can we say that I am possessed of a hope that is steadfast and sure? And that hope is beyond any disappointment that might come from some of the kind of life hopes that we have. You know, I hope this year to do whatever or, or that my kids are going to behave or, or that I'm going to go to and travel to this place or whatever it is. Whatever your hopes are in your normal day-to-day, some of them well, you'll fulfil. Some of them you might be disappointed that they didn't happen or they didn't happen as you had hoped they would. But there's a hope that we have that is greater than that. And Paul talks about this in, in Romans, in Romans 5. A hope that does not disappoint. And that is Jesus Christ. He is our hope. And as I look back to last year, and I was thinking, you know, what, what's, what particular testimony do I have? What am I thinking of about last year? And the thing that I think probably stands out most for me, because it was one of the most recent things that happened, was when I had the bleed on the brain back in October. And that's what carried us through. And we were possessed by a hope that is steadfast and sure. He carried us through that time. I don't look back on that and go, oh, that was awful time. I look back and go, wow, that was an amazing time. It's weird to think of what I went through, the pain, and the discomfort, and the inconvenience. That I look back and go, wow, wasn't it amazing how we encountered God in that time? And that's because of Emmanuel, God with us. It's so important that we remember it's not just at Christmas that God is with us. God is with us now. Jesus went and returned to the Father and he sent his spirit. And through his spirit, God is with us. Always. I wrote this late last night that I'll just share with you. It's very trivial in terms of where I, where I wrote this, but um, I said, well, that was 2022. I wonder what 2023 will bring. Or rather, what will we, what will we all bring to 2023? Don't expect the year to simply give as though we were all entitled to something for nothing. Be a giver, be generous, be a gift. Be part of the solution, not the problem. Then you may find a return on it. But even then, give without an expectation of return. Let's do something different for once. When you look ahead to this year, don't look about what you can get out of it. Look at what you can put into it. There's, there's a principle in scripture that Jesus teaches. And it's the principle of sowing and reaping. When a farmer goes out and sows, he expects a harvest. But it doesn't just stand by his field and think, right, I'm, I'm going to expect this field to give me a good yield of wheat. If he does nothing, he has to sow the seed. And only as he sows the seed and looks after what he's sown, Will he get a return on that? And it's not simply a return of what he put in, but it's, as Jesus says, it's 30, 60, maybe 100 fold. It's an increase. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> so I'm going to stop here because I could go on. As we think about this year, think of the year, think of your family, think of your home, think of everything that you're connected to as an opportunity of a place for investment. Because it's only as you invest will you see something of the fruit of the return of the hope that we have. And even we will see Emmanuel in the midst of it all. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity that we have this year to consider every single day of this year as a day that you have made. Help us to rejoice, to be glad in it, to invest in it, to look for you in it, and to walk in the path that you've laid before us. And as we think of what has passed, help us to bring forward the, the things that we can rejoice in, the things that we can be thankful for, for what you've done. But help us too to say sorry for what we've missed, the opportunities that have gone. But to not carry the burdens, but instead allow you to move in our lives that this year would be a glorious year. Not because of the events in the world, not to do with our economy or anything like that, but because you are present in the midst of it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.